Welcome to the Simple Cocktails Podcast. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. So I was telling you about the fight uh, that has become a thing over right. the last couple of months. Right, that Coors has started. Yes. Or Co- Budweiser. Yeah, there you go. I get them confused. I know, same Aren't thing. they the same? Same Pepsi, stuff, basically. Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's same stuff. <laughs> yeah, but Budweiser has decided to start a fight with people, oh, yeah. and um, they are continuing that fight. I just discovered that that just a couple weeks ago, they put out a new advertisement starting more of a fight with craft brewers. So, so talk about the first incident, if they don't know. Okay, so I have some history in this. Uh, I, have, I have a vested... I like how a, a conversation with one dude on Twitter, and I think I'm a part of the yes, conversation. You are. I am a I'm a link in history, guys. I am. I am. <laughs> I I'm pretty much a significant person <laughs> as far as all this is concerned. So let me tell you my perspective. All right. So during the Super Bowl, Budweiser had an ad. Our beer isn't to be fussed over. Our beer's just good, and we don't have hipsters smelling smelling beer and mm. acting snobby when they drink it. You Our may- beer's just good. They poked fun at American youth. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. And oh, and they said uh, this is another one. They said like we don't make pumpkin pecan ale or whatever you know. And I am a member. Uh, there are new communities on Facebook now called Pumpkin Pecan Ale fans of craft breweries, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So they basically started this fight with craft breweries, okay, which is weird because they own a craft brewery or two, which is kind of strange, right. strange way to right. behave. But within your realm, yeah. this was like a heated topic it the was. day after Super so, Bowl. So I'm, I'm especially on Twitter and Facebook and stuff, all my buddies are liquor people. And so everybody the day after the Super Bowl was like, gosh, Budweiser, how they were, how they dissed their own people right. and how they don't bite the hand that feeds, bite the hand that feeds you, <laughs> like all that kind of lingo, right? And then I, I tweeted a few times and then a dude engaged me and it turned out he's like a the marketing manager for Budweiser or something like that. He was like, what do you mean, man? Like, uh, craft breweries are taking shots at Budweiser all the time, man. Why can't we do it back? And it's like, well, you're the top of the heap, so you get all the shots. <laughs> you know, let everybody else underneath you fight. Right. Um, anyway, and so they put that – they have a new one now that's like, oh, we took over this bar in Brooklyn, and we, we sur- told everybody we were giving them this new beer that was – this new thing, right? But we were really giving them Budweiser, oh, and they all loved it. It was right? the Pepsi Taste Challenge. It was. It, what What time did they give them these beers? It was probably like one thirty, right? I don't know. Right but, before last call. Well, really, of course it, you love it. Really, if you watch <laughs> it, it's a one minute commercial, and like three or four people say, "Oh, that's pretty good." Right. Like nobody's like, "This is the best beer I've ever had." And how many people? Before those three or four were like, this tastes awful. This tastes like Budweiser, that did, right? That made it to the D-Rail. It didn't make the cut. Right. I, don't know, I don't know why. So, I shockingly. think this is great. I love it. Yeah. I love it. They are concerned. They are. Right. It's sort of like uh, when you're at the store as mm-hmm. a child and you realize you're not going to get the toy that you want. What is the solution? I'm going to make fun of my brother. That's a good one. But my thought was <laughs> you lay on the floor, you kick your arms, you kick your legs. Oh, mine was I'm going to bully my brother because I'm so mad, but I can't get mad at mom. So I'm just going to like. That's Ugh. a pretty good one. Don't you Yours think? is better than mine. Yeah. So anyway. I have a dark childhood. I, I don't know. Other than the fact that I think I am playing some role in this argument. Um, I don't know what else to just say. Just as a stand, you know, passer buyer. Yeah. Um, I really take joy in the fact of you coming home being like totally fired up about this. Yeah. It's hilarious. Why? Because it's like not important, but I love it. 
in the grand scheme of the world, this is one of the least important exactly. things that has you ever know, happened. ISIS, um, <laughs> what's happening on uh, Walking Dead. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about something unimportant like Budweiser. Yeah, okay, okay. I love it. No, I love it. It's great. It's yeah. fun. It's, yeah, it's, it's a funny thing. And I'm not – clearly, I'm a liquor dude. I'm not necessarily a beer guy, although I enjoy a beer. That tends to be what I drink when I go out. If I go out to a bar, right. I'll have a beer on tap. Well, it, you know, we have shelves full of, of liquor. liquor, so I'm going to pay for the hops. Yeah, there's all sorts of stipulations like, okay, make me an old-fashioned, but don't screw it up, right? right. I got an old-fashioned once, and they used orange liqueur oh, no. instead of like it's not fair. an orange rind, right. and it was really, really sweet, and it was right. awful. You've got a bartender who's just trying to get through college, yeah. and you're over here exactly. judging them. Exactly. Right? So let, just give it. me a beer, bro. Just give me a beer, bro. Yeah, exactly. So let's taste a rye whiskey. Close to my heart. Right. This, I was hoping you would say Budweiser. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you were hoping that. You're you're a fan of the very light, very crappy beer. I am. I won't buy Budweiser just because I'm married to you. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It, <laughs> what? Excuse me? Like Kazal criticized I'm a respectable you? wife, Greg. Oh, I see. You should be so lucky. <laughs> so what do you buy if you I'm don't buy Budweiser? I'm you. Wow. So sweet. So sweet. So what do you buy then? Uh, corona. Because yeah. <laughs> I am Hispanic. Yeah, that's right. And I think you're required. Exactly. You're required to buy three or four six-packs a year, right? You are. Okay. <laughs> no, I go to Trader Joe's and I get theirs. Yes. I have a little credibility. Trader Jose. <laughs> Trader Jose. There you go. All right. There that's fine. Go. That's fine. Delicious. So, so this is Georgetown Distilling. Okay. James E. Pepper, 1776 Rye. Oh. You won't remember this, and I don't think we've ever done it on the podcast. Is this a new bottle? Yes, this is new. Georgetown Distilling also makes Pow Wow Botanical Gin. I think I drank it all. That's probably why we never did it on the podcast. Pow Wow Botanical Gin. No, what is it? Botanical Whiskey. I can't remember. It's gin, but it has like, it's brown and it's aged. I think it's gin. I'm confused now. Okay. Pow Wow Botanical. No, it's Botanical Rye Whiskey. I, I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> I'm clearly very confused, but uh, Georgetown makes two or three different types of whiskey stuff. All right. It's botanical whiskey because I thought, oh, this is weird. It's a whiskey that tastes like gin. Anyway, so this is uh, distilled in Indiana, bottled in Kentucky. Uh, James E. Pepper, 1776 rye. It's 100 proof, so it's going to be pretty strong. All right. Uh, So let's hit this. You were really excited when you got this. Rye doesn't stay very long in our house. I will drink rye the second I... I open the box. Get in the car. Yeah. No, don't say that. Shame on you. Have some. All right. All right, cheers. Rye whiskey. All right, Knock cheers. it out. That Ooh, that burns spicy. all sorts of ways. That is real spicy. <laughs> That's got a nice kick. That is really spicy. Ooh. I've been drinking this on a lot, a lot of ice. Really? I usually look at the percentage of alcohol, and however far over 40 it is, then I'm like, okay, I need to add a lot of ice. It hits 50. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of ice. Yeah. I have the Darth, Darth Vader ice cube tray. And I'm like, I'm going to put like six or seven Darth Vaders in this. <laughs> this, is a, this is like a, you know, a brutish kind of liquor. Well, you, you said know? recently that women are drinking whiskey now, Lisa. So I want to know if there's a woman that likes this. I'm That's sure there strong. probably will be. It's, <laughs> do you taste the spice? It's really spicy on the tip of your tongue. Yes, I do. I do. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. After the numbing stops. It's it's strong 
period. Yeah. So it's like award-winning. Did you see the sticker? Yes, I 2013 did. gold medal, San it's Francisco World bottle. Spirits. I love it that. It is. It looks really cool. It's like a it's like a brownish green. It looks yeah. really neat. You know what I enjoy? They didn't do this here, but I love it when um, spirits have the label like designed differently on the inside. So when it's like clear like a gin, oh, you, you can, can see, see through the back. Through it to the back. Yeah, I think I that's just so awesome. No, some of these I don't. There's one that did a real good job of that. There was a gin that I had at some point that yeah. that you could see through it and it was really cool. Right. I think it's um. Uh, I can't remember. This game is not good for you today. Yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm not thinking well. But but there's a gin from like Iceland or something. It uh-huh. has like a map of Iceland yeah. on the inside of the yeah. label. I can't remember. Very Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, Game so. of Thrones. Uh, Martin Miller. Martin Miller's gin. Okay. I think. I We're know. just all over the place today. This is this is a chaotic episode. <laughs> this is some strong rye whiskey. So you like it? No. Not at all. No, sir. I think it's nice. I think it's got a nice spice. It needs some ice because it's a little intense. Right. Um, for cocktails, it would be okay, but you want to not do all spirits cocktails with these high alcohol stuff, right? So you don't want to just do like vermouth, rye, and something liqueur. Like, okay. You got to get something else in there, some soda water right. or something. How does this fall within your spectrum of rye whiskey? Uh, it's very spicy, okay. which rye is. So this is, is pretty bold for rye whiskey. It's pretty bold. I've, you know, the older I get, the more I realize this is probably really not a good thing to say because the higher end stuff is higher alcohol. Yeah. It's like fifty percent. It's hundred proof plus. I don't really like that. Okay. I don't really like to go past forty. It's just too much for me. Really. It's too. It gets all over my tongue. I can't really taste it very well. Mm. Uh, I. That's what happened. Uh, I had some George Stag Jr. on Christmas Eve, and it was like it was really high alcohol, and so like one glass of it, and I'm like sweating. You know what I mean? It's like this is just too much. Like I need a whole lot of ice or a whole. <laughs> You're like, all kids. Open your presents. Yes. You're like Dad. We did it two hours ago. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm all open them again. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing. I mean, I could do it with a bunch of ice, you know, like a three-quarter ounce or a one-ounce serving or something. It's it's nice. I do like it. Um, it doesn't have any sweetness to it at all. I like just a tad of sweetness. I don't want all the spice, but it's it's a very nice rye. I, I think it's I think it's a, a worthy one. It's definitely a sipper, not really a cocktail rye, um, but it's a good one. Now we're going to make what may be one of the original cocktails. Okay. Uh, this is a cocktail. I don't know if you've ever had one. This is a cocktail that many people say influenced and probably led to the creation of the martini. Okay. Yep. The first cocktail you said? No. Okay. It's an early cocktail. All right. This is the Martinez cocktail, ah. which is very strange. Like, really think about the fact that it's like a Hispanic name in the United States, in the early 1900s. That's a strange thing. Yeah. They think it originated maybe in California. Okay. They don't know if it was the bartender named Martinez or if they, they made a drink for a guy that was named Martinez or how that worked okay. out. Right? Uh, but the Martinez cocktail is where they think they got the name Martini. For a martini cocktail. What if the name Martinez was invented after this cocktail? Through generations came. I don't this think so because the cocktail is only like a hundred years old. Oh, okay, that would be very fascinating. That would be awesome. The Martinez family is named after a cocktail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think we go back that far. Okay. Yeah, but uh, this is the Martinez. It is a classic. If you don't like it, I will be furious. No, I'm just really? kidding. It is, it's an old school cocktail. And as we learned several podcast episodes ago, old school means it may be a little a little, little intense for, for some drinkers. All right. All right. So I'm going to have you make a Martinez. Ingredient number one, of course, is gin. All right. 
So take our gin and give us only one ounce of gin. Are you sensing trouble? No. We're going to stir it. Now I am. Okay, good. Now that I said, are you sensing yes. trouble? So we're going to stir this one ounce of gin. Gosh, those gin bottles are so huge. It's that like one's a, yeah, that one's... bottles that you would see under the cupboards. I think that's a bartender-sized bottle. That's okay. why it's like that. All right. So one ounce of gin. Here we go. This is where things get bad. Two ounces of vermouth. <gasps> oh, my god. Sweet vermouth. So now you see how we flip the tables? Mm-hmm. So now we're using a whole lot more vermouth than we are I've gin. never heard of that. Is that crazy? Like, you never have more vermouth than you do of the spirit, well, the base this, spirit. Well, this is when you really, really, really want to be using a good vermouth. So it's half of that measuring glass, up to the two. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm making soup. Yes. So uh, one ounce gin, two ounces of vermouth. A dash of bitters. Oh. Does this sound like a martini at all to you? Not at all. Other than no, the word gin all. and the word vermouth, no. No. One dash. There you go. Pretty good. My favorite thing you've ever said on the pod- podcast. Lisa. How do you add uh, bitters? With confidence. <laughs> that, that was the answer. That's true. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> so here's the next one. This is going to be hard. This is a one liter bottle of maraschino liqueur. Oh. I need you to add two dashes. All right. Why don't I hold a, the measuring cup for you and you can I'll pour add it. the dashes? Yes. I'm going to add it straight to our mixing glass. Two dashes of maraschino okay. liqueur. Maraschino, oh, of course, uh, maras- maraschino cherries. Right. It's like when you're a kid. I'll call that two dashes. And you try to pour like soy sauce on your rice and yeah. you just go You just nuts. dump it, right? <laughs> or, or when your friends have been messing with the salt shaker, Ugh. right? And you dump it. Yes. That was a pretty classic one we used to do. Yeah. Uh, we did it at pizza places. You do it with a Parmesan cheese. You unscrew the top. You just yeah. set it there. And then your yeah. friend dumps the whole thing. He's got the lid <laughs> and up. his cheese. That's messed up. It's Tampered messed up. like spices on tables for the public to use. Just it's kind awful. of freaks me out. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good point. You should, just you should the fact that these things, yeah, we should all bring our own spices. I agree with that. So let's put ice. We're going to stir this. Okay. So we've got one ounce gin, two ounces vermouth, a shot uh, or a dash of bitters, and two dashes of maraschino liqueur. That's a hard one to do. Yeah. That'll do. Give it a stir, and then we're going to strain it into cocktail glasses with a lemon twist. Okay. This is the Martinez cocktail. I am anticipating you will not like it because it has a crap load of relatively bitter vermouth. Yeah. Looks pretty. Say that for all the things that I don't like. That's oh, okay. it looks pretty. Maybe we have tons of listeners who really just want to know which cocktails look their prettiest. <laughs> I imagine that in some fantasy land. All right. Pour it for us, Lisa. We've already got our lemon twists. Hanging on the edge of her glass. Gosh, beautiful. Sometimes Very I feel like proper. a sports announcer. And we've got the lemon twist on the glass. Lisa's <laughs> pouring it now. No pressure, Lisa. Please get that done quickly. Hor- horse races, horse racing, like commentary is my favorite. Yeah, it's intense. They name those horses funky names. They it's do. So and fun. sometimes it's really hard to understand what they're even saying. I know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the Martinez cocktail, the classic. Cheers. Salud. 
That is not bad. What? That's I think you like bad. sweet vermouth. I think I do. We've had a couple sweet vermouth cocktails lately, yeah. and you're you're actually liking them. I am stunned. You know it's what? Good. Anything after that rye whiskey yeah. is like gold. Is like the greatest thing. It is. So sweet vermouth may be your thing. Yeah. I I'm gonna have right. to I'm gonna pick up some some real high quality stuff like some Via or Contrado sweet vermouth. Just for I me. I want you to try it on the rocks and I, I wanna see what happens. There was one time that I came home from from something and I had a really, really bad stomach ache and mm-hmm. you gave me some sweet vermouth and I did. it really it settled. I said me have this it. sweet vermouth on the rocks, it'll settle your yeah. stomach. And it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're totally right. What do you think? I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good. Um, sweet vermouth I'm kind of picky about. So let's, you know, this is Noily Pratt. It's a $7 sweet vermouth. It's not high end. It's okay. There's not a lot of sweet vermouths I like. There's only one or two brands that I right. like, period. Right. Um, now, if this was a, uh, a uh, what do you call it, Manhattan, I wouldn't really notice the vermouth because there would be so much more whiskey. Okay. Um, but because this is so vermouth-centric, I don't know that I like it as much. I actually like white vermouths kind of a lot. Okay. Sometimes I'll have white vermouth on the rocks with, excuse me, with fish. Okay. Remember that? For there was a long time I was yeah, drinking vermouth right. with fish. Yeah. I really liked having baked fish with crumbles on top. I really liked white vermouth. So this is okay. I, I do like it. I would enjoy it. I do like the Martinez. It's good. Mm-hmm. I think I might just need another, you know, spend another 20 bucks on vermouth and I'd probably be okay. Right. Yeah. Do, 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 uh, could you put a cherry in it? I think you could. Yeah? Yeah. Gosh. Nobody get mad at you. If I were to order this at a say, bar, would say they like know? a Martinez? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I think the either the waitress would not understand what you said. She'd try to give a, a cocktail to some guy named Martinez on right. me. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> from the lady say, in there. You say, "May I have a Martinez?" She'd say, "Martini." You'd say, "Martinez." She'd say, "Martini." That's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you'd say, "I'm sorry, I'm not Martinez." It would <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it would turn out, especially around here. We got a lot of Martinez's around here. <laughs> we do. Let's be honest. Mm. You know, this is good. We're all drinking all of it, and so I think this is a success. Mm. Martinez is a very old, very classic cocktail. Almost totally died. If you go to like a nice craft cocktail bar, they'll totally know what it is. Other bars on? No. No, probably no, no, not. No, 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 no. All right. Get a beer. So maybe not a Lisa-centric episode. I think I can say that. We drank rye. Yeah. I made you drink some gin and sweet vermouth. Yeah. Although I was stunned at how much you liked it. Really? It's that shocking. I fe- it is that shocking, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> You're not famous for loving gin, and that's what that's why we do this podcast, right? I if I just I'm... had some other dude who liked gin, it would be the same. It would be boring. I think I like gin a lot more than I do rye whiskey. I can see that. Yeah. See. Maybe we need to transition you into some new world, like some new American. I'm ready for it. I, I've been saying that. I'm yep. getting a little bit better with gin. Yeah. Scotch is on the bottom of that level, yeah. though. Uh, it's probably <laughs> the same with me. It's yeah. hard work. Scotch is hard work. I do. I have gotten to the point where maybe once a month I crave scotch. The flavor of it, the way it cleanses your palate. I have gotten to that point. Really? Okay. So, so we can improve. Both, we of, can, both yeah, of us. We can improve. We can. That's I like that partnership. <laughs> So thanks for listening to the show. I'm Greg Mays. I'm the managing editor. Hit the website. It is simplecocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.